0: Alright, what's up? This is your host, Dicks Picks Podcast, Joel Dixon. Just made a Facebook page, making an Instagram page tonight. Gonna have to get a Twitter. But we're getting official around here. We're now on Apple Podcasts. So the last episode I said I pushed through, kind of like lipped it. Said whatever. Don't need Apple Podcasts. Anyways, I'll just upload to that other site. Well, as soon as I finished the episode, boom! I got the email that I was accepted on. So all my episodes are on there. Um, App like iTunes, so Apple Podcasts and Overcast. So that's pretty exciting. Um, As soon as I got the email, I kind of got my shit together. Like I said, made a Facebook page. So check that out. Um, Make a Twitter page. DixPixPod is going to be at, everything's going to be at Dick's Picks Pod. I made a Gmail account so I got an email now uh, at dixpixpod at gmail.com. So email me your questions, your sit starts. We're getting official in here. Today's episode we're going to be going over the games on Sunday. I'm going to have a special guest with me to go over kind of bidding lines, what Vegas is saying for um, who we think is going to win. Throw down some money. First, I'd like to go over a quick little uh, news and notes before I bring my guest on. Possible new co-host. Not sure what we're going to do with that. But yeah, if I can figure out Skyping and stuff, I might get tons of guests on here. Skype calls. But anyways, we'll start with news and notes here. It is Thursday, September 24th. All right. Curtis Samuel expects bulk of snaps at receiver. There's kind of some buzz around that he might get some running back. Plays because uh, Christian McCaffrey's down, so I think this this little news blurb kind of just puts cold water on that report. Cam Akers' ribs recovery going slowly. I did mention that seemed like a very um, painful injury, so I'm not surprised about that. Um, that's great news if you picked up Daryl Henderson. Henry Ruggs' knee hamstring downgraded to limited, so that's not good for the Vegas Raiders Kenny Galladay Galladay gets in another limited session so I think he's ready to go I would um, I would raise all Detroit Lions there maybe besides Marvin Jones Devontae Adams doesn't look great for week 3 I kind of had a feeling this was going to happen I'm not sure why I just felt it yesterday that he was going to go doesn't look like he's going to go you heard it here first I said this yesterday. I thought it was true, but it's now official that Broncos have officially signed quarterback Blake Bortles. Blake the Snake. Juju misses another practice. This is, I mean, I've been on Deontay Johnson the last week. I consider him Pittsburgh's number one wide receiver now. I feel like he's jumped Juju. Now Juju's hurt. If you have Deontay Johnson, fire him up with confidence. Try and trade for him. Like, yeah man, that's crazy. So as of Thursday afternoon, late evening, Michael Thomas has missed practice, so has Julio Jones. So um This is you know two big time wide receivers missing time with Adams. This is gonna be a crazy week, man. Um, along with that maybe people would put him in the same kind of echelon, but AJ Brown still isn't practicing, so I'd be I think he's a write off again this week. Um, Fire up your Corey Davis is. Not sure we don't get this episode up But we're recording this on Thursday night Big news Jaguars wide receiver DJ Chark Is out for tonight's game Against Miami Dolphins So look for LaVisca Chenault And Keelan Cole to step up to the plate Here's a weird one No sign of Waller or Jacobs at practice I mean they played the later game this week Maybe it's kind of like a veteran's day off, even though Jacob's not a veteran. Neither really is Waller. This is what I like to see from Rap Sheet. Kittle Knee has a chance to play week three. Let's go. I need him. Another big uh, thing in the news Bruce Aaron sees Gronk as blocker in Bucs offense. So if you have Gronk, you can drop him. The last thing I want to touch on, I brought up last, or. Yesterday, the three million dollars that Devonta Freeman received, and uh, there's some more information has come come of that. It breaks down to one point zero seven million base salary, um, pro rate to nine hundred forty four thousand, two hundred eighty thousand pre game active bonuses, one point one five million in rushing TD incentives. 250k bonus Pro Bowl if he makes a Pro Bowl. 250k first team All Star. So, I don't know what Giants GM is smoking, but I want some of it right now. All right, now time for the next segment. This is my uh, betting guru, Jake McNeil. Hola! My boy. He's going to be our betting. guru on the dicks Picks podcast this is kind of what people actually are or thought this whole podcast was about so it's kind of a big little part of the whole thing we're addicted to gambling yeah
1: <laughs> and you know sunday gives us all the more reason to do so
0: all right so as i touched on a couple episodes ago i kind of brought up my sunday food um what would your go-to Sunday meal will be for a big football day. Easy
1: choice here. Easy, easy choice. I, I absolutely adore the buffalo chicken dip. Oh. And absolutely no one comes close to mine. So,
0: buffalo chicken dip. Oh, all day for the buffalo bills oh he's a good. titans fan folks he's a titans fan yeah, he's so. a bills mafia man keep that in mind we're talking about betting all right so give me a little rundown on your style and what you like to look for in betting all right so first what thing, do you
1: use first things first is you just uh basically just go on ProLineStadium.com just just check the odds you can go to your local corner stores and get a printout ticket that's shows. really good to do just so you can see everything all at once and see what you're betting against and betting for but, uh, typically I don't throw down any money on a pro line ticket unless it's paying out three figures. So at least a hundred dollars Big so, so wheel makes the games way more interesting. And as well, I tend to only bet on maximum of four games per ticket as well, just because once you get up there in a the, in number of games, then your odds go way, way up, which makes it harder to win.
0: Alright, so love that Let's talk about this week, week 3 matchups And your favorite um, Favorite betting week.
1: Alright, so what I'm going to do this week Is actually just pick four matchups That I'm zeroing in on It's uh, this week actually All across the board There are some seriously good odds out there So uh, just take a look I know uh, one rule I like to say is don't bet on your own team. People, oh. people see these odds for their own team and tend to like get a huge chubby. And, you, you know, you got to gotta keep it in your pants sometimes, right? But, unfortunately, I'm going against the grain on this because I'm a Tennessee Titans fan. And I look at that Tennessee Titans matchup at Minnesota, and I'm telling you, Tennessee is for real. 2-0 versus the piece of shit, Minnesota Vikings.
0: He's a Titans fan. So. Oh,
1: I, I, like, I'm actually more of a hater on Minnesota this year than I am a Titans fan. But anyway, the odd <laughs> Tennessee at Minnesota. Tennessee's paying two point one. So that's straight money line. Too. That's insane. Oh, that's ridiculous. That means you throw down some money, you double it. And, and get an extra dime. And
0: Minnesota's Minnesota's defense is shit. Like They're, Are do people in not, Vegas not noticing this? They or,
1: are awful. They're getting thrown on. They're getting, getting run, run on. on. They're just getting everything. And you know what? They can't play catch
0: up with Kirk Cousins. No, he had what? Not not negative two fantasy points last oh, week. My like, he couldn't I, move the ball at
1: all. I actually started him in one of the two quarterback leagues, and oh. he had minus twenty points for me. So <clears> that's a little bit ridiculous scoring league, but you know it worked out. Not that week though.
0: All right. All right, so what do you got for game two for us?
1: Oh, I don't think you're going to like this one, (laughs) Dix. I don't think you're going to like this one, being Uh... part of the Bills Mafia. I'm looking at the Los Angeles Rams at the Buffalo Bills. You look at the money line on this one. The Los Angeles Rams are paying 2.55.
0: What?
1: Ah, oh, but Buffalo's two point two five, so you know this game is going to be close. I just look at the the uh, the Rams on the road this year. They're two and zero. They're putting up a good. lot of points, and Buffalo is like you said earlier. They are injured on the back end. That's there. right,
0: Matt Milano and Tremont Edmonds. Hey,
1: those are big pieces too, man. Those are going to be tough to tough to tough to fill.
0: So Rams over Bills, Straight, folks.
1: straight money line, baby.
0: I actually think the Bills are going to lose as well. So. <laughs> Good pick,
1: uh, it's true. And then we'll move along to number three. The third pick it will actually be a spread. Oh. And I look at the... Uh, what does that
0: mean? Tell people what does that mean. So
1: a spread just means Vegas sets odds on uh, how many points a certain team will win by. Usually a team is favored, so they get... Uh, points subtracted from their total score, mm-hmm. and then after the points are subtracted from their score, then whatever the matchup is, you either win or lose. So in this case, we're looking at the Cincinnati Bengals at the Philadelphia Eagles. The spread is 4.5 points favored for Philly to win. So I certainly think Cincinnati can cover a 4.5 spread against Philadelphia. Right. Philadelphia is What's looking, going on with oh they Their
0: O-line... Goodness. Their and defense looks like it's in shambles.
1: And then you look at the other side of the field, and you see Mr. Joe, Joe, number one pick Burrow. Big Dick Burrow. Big Dick Burrow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He is just slinging it, looking like rookie of the year already. I love Burrow. Actually. Oh, he's, I'm, I'm a huge fan. And I feel like the last two weeks, they've had some tight matchups. Both their matchups has been uh, one-score games. So and the
0: thing is, too, like, not to cut you off, but... Um, A.J. Green, they haven't really got him going, but he's got all the targets. Oh. Like, What What if they get him going? Yo,
1: double digit targets both weeks. You I gotta... think that's a good
0: thing to look into it for betting for this game. If they get A.J. Green going, he could be an X-factor.
1: Yes, you're friggin' right.
0: <laughs> Alright, so that's three. We got one more here. Let's hit us with the last one. Last
1: one would be looking at the odds on Moneyline for uh, Green Bay at New Orleans. This is the uh, late game on the 27th. So, that's Sunday nighter. So if you pick all of these and then you have the one left to win your ticket, it just That's makes exciting. it so much more exciting, I tell you. I look at this Odyssey Green Bay paying 2.80 Whoa. at New Orleans. You know, Michael Thomas being out. Drew out. Brees looks like he's lost. Like a Oh, dusty. Dust in the wind. Wipe the dust off the shelf, 41. <laughs> he's 41 years old. But, you know, you look at uh, on the other side of the field, they might be without... Devonta Adams right. too. Green Bay we're, might we're, be without keep Devonta an eye on Adams. That
0: Devonta Adams could be. I have a feeling. I, I made the call. I think Adams is out this week. So
1: yeah. Well, I look at the gunslingers. Who's the better quarterback in that situation? Throwing to worst receivers. Aaron Rodgers has proven Man. again and again that he can.
0: He's got a chip on his shoulder too oh, this year.
1: He does. People have counted yeah. him out. You know he's got what? A draft
0: pick.
1: Oh, he's been hitting scaling. and and uh, what's the other fellow? Lazard. The Lazard. The Lazard King. Yeah. So, so I I would definitely pick Rogers over Brees in this matchup, which uh, would definitely equate to two point eight zero, which is double your money plus. That's so, huge, oh.
0: folks. These are some big numbers here.
1: So just to recap on that, so that's a four game ticket we took uh cincinnati to cover and then those money lines you threw five bucks on that you could be walking into sholton's irving (laughs) ultramar like a pimp with a limp, baby and you could be looking at 146 dollars and 20 cents that's on five bucks if you feel a little frisky you know you know what you you believe in jake the fan the freaking proline guru here (laughs) We gotta figure it out on Twitter here, but it's the first episode. Down. Oh, baby, you're walking out of the old Schultons with your dick Hog <laughs> with two hundred ninety-two bucks and forty cents. So you know what? Take my advice. You can either be really happy with me or really upset with me after this.
0: Oh. So I joined Jake's league with his his, his buddies. It seems like a long standing league. I came I came into it. It's like a keeper league. It's nice. a crazy PPR. It's almost a decade long. It's yeah, exactly. So I kind of came in as like a late guy and like I'm still figuring it out. So I wanted to like kind of like do segments of like real life, you know, people in leagues and how things are going. So I wanted to get him on also to talk about our league because it's very interesting to me. I've been in like a long standing like standard league with my crew but like I'm really enjoying this league, and I can't even really explain to people. So I want Jake to come on, and he does have Christian McCaffrey in that league too. So I also wanted to touch on kind of just like how he's going to pivot away from that. So just go ahead and just give her a bit on the – just the league itself. Yeah, so first
1: off, uh, this league is Awesome. To be honest, it is awesome. It is a keeper league. So, that being you can keep uh, keepers for next year. The thing about keepers, though, is if you choose to keep somebody who was drafted, then you have to take him in the following year's draft two rounds earlier. So, say if you took somebody in the 10th round, or you, uh, yeah, somebody was drafted in the 10th round and they ended up being uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable football player. Then next year they'd be going like somewhere around two or three. You could actually take them at round eight. So instead of uh, instead of taking them with a high draft pick, you could actually just choose to keep them and uh, take them two rounds earlier than what you drafted the previous year. So that's what's uh, it's what good it makes you keep your eye on rookies, especially because and, they usually go late.
0: And trading draft picks is like I've never been in a league like that before. Um, but that's really intri- intriguing and for this league anyways that we're in um, it kind of like it enhances more makes more trades happen you Yeah, say?
1: so as, well, as Dixon said I do have Christian McCaffrey the only reason you have Christian McCaffrey is if you have the first draft pick Correct. So if you have the first draft pick you did really terrible last year. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yes, let's talk about that. so yes, I did pretty brutal last year, but <laughs> Good you know, intro. I, I just straight got to the point where it was at week five and I was 0-5 And I was just like okay this league is sick, so I can start trading draft picks. So, selling off good players. I think I made a trade to you. Yeah, I got like,
0: um, Jacobs off you and AJ Green who didn't play once. Yeah, Jacobs <laughs> and AJ Green. I think I got a third to sixth out of them too, yeah. as far as
1: rounds are concerned. So you, you just throw in some some candy with your draft picks, right? Yeah. And then uh, yeah, I got a couple. I had uh, I had seven. Seven draft picks in the first four rounds. How did that, so, or how I was eight in the first four How rounds. did you feel about that? What was your strategy like so in the draft? So my strategy in the draft was... Uh, I really knew I was going for Christian McCaffrey first overall pick. That's right. a joke. After that, you look at the tight end scarcity around the league. So I was just looking... I know you had Kittle kept because yep. you picked him up really nicely that year. <laughs> as well you. as Thank Mark you. Mark Andrews is already kept. So... Both those guys were gone, so I was really hoping that Kelsey would follow me in second. Luckily, one of my draft picks was a second I acquired from one of the people in the league, and it was the third pick in the fourth round, or second round. So I ended up getting Kelsey, and now my team is... Killing it on 2-0 right now And uh, you guys are all Shaking in your boots And ready to pull out Your money for your wallet
0: I'm surprised you're 2-0 too Because you've had that injury You kept Odell Who I have Odell In another league He's not doing that great But Odell's Odell um, AJ Brown I also have In another league mm. You're winning Without your studs Being studs Well So that's worrisome. Like league on notice here, folks. One of my things that I
1: I knew going into this season was Kyler Murray's gonna blow it up. Uh, Kyler Murray's gonna blow it up.
0: You sniped me, bro. I was gonna take him one pick before my pick.
1: You got Russ though, so you can't. I took Russ. Russ
0: is cooking, I took Russ, but Oh I took
1: Kyler and I I actually will state that he has MVP caliber.
0: I like that. So in last Episode I just quickly talked about all my leagues and I had to bring up that trade involving Michael Thomas for my boy Deontay Johnson. Ooh, Deontay Yay. Number one I'm gonna go on a limb here and say number one wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And by the way, Juju practice today.
1: Isn't he actually one of the top receivers in the
0: league right now? Yes, I'm he pretty is. sure he's yes. number one. Especially for Tar uh He's close. He's he's right up there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's and right so in that trade also came over was Noah Fant, who I'm loving. I'm loving oh, Noah Fant. And he got a third-round pick. But That was a good trade. The the league... It's funny because Jake and I both were like, that's a good trade. Everyone else lost their shit. Because um, um, on paper, when you first kind of see the trade go down, Michael Thomas is a big name, but like he's banged up. If people understand how good Deontay Johnson can be in this P- Steelers offense with a healthy Ben Roethlisberger, and you throw on Noah Fant, who, like, I mean... Corlin Sutton's out. Um, the backup Driscoll found fan against the Steelers. I think he's going to be a big blow-up tight end this this year, and he grabbed a third-round draft pick. So, yeah, that's a good
1: trade. And you look at it too, uh, buddy. That sold Michael Thomas. He kept him right. He did something. Oh yes, that's one underlying factor that you always look at in trades in our league is that is this guy a keeper? Because Michael Thomas has been a keeper for this guy's team for five years right like he's had him off the board for years and he's gonna be he was taken fifth this year so that means he'll be taken third and then a third round next year for next year so third round michael thomas you gotta be friggin you're not shooting blanks with that you're man i didn't even think fledge. about that oh that's part of the trade that uh, that's that's what made everybody scarce. But you know, people don't, people don't see Deontay Johnson as like a real threat. When he well, he'd really be a
0: good is. keeper too. I mean, if it, exactly. if he was drafted, same in the, with Fan, same right? With, same. with fan. So that's actually both keepers kind of went and play. Both keeper values. Great trades. Great trade. went to went to that.
1: But the thing about that. Is that people were vetoing the trade. Right. That's a thing that should never be in a fantasy league. Let's talk
0: vetoes in trade. Oh, you should never be allowed to veto trade. Like, if if someone's dumb enough to do a trade, oh, let them go. I, I get, like, you know, if, if it's, like, kind of, like, cheating or whatever. Like, if someone's out, fuck that. But yeah, if uh, someone's dumb enough to do a trade or doesn't understand the values, that's on them not doing the research. Yeah, and also take out the
1: wait time. The 24-hour wait time in some leagues is garbage. If someone makes a trade, I want to see them on my team that minute, you know. You came to an agreement, they can change their mind, you know. It happened that exact time. Make the trade happen right then. Fuck the commissioner's power.
0: Boom. Another thing about this league that I don't like, not that I don't like it, but it's kind of old school. It's like the waiver wire claim. 100%. Um, I like to introduce Fab, and if our listeners don't know what Fab is, it's um, free agent... What was it saying for? Free agent auction bidding. Free agent auction bidding. That's right. So you get a certain amount of money per season. In my other standard, like I get, a, we get 100 bucks, and you can spend it on your waiver claims throughout the season. So a, a big thing about Fab, though, that people have to remember, you have to leave $0 bids open. That's key. So once someone runs out of money, they can still put down $0 bids. Or if they don't want to spend a lot of money on players, they can still throw down a $0 bid on a player that week. So that's a main thing to remember. So yeah, I wish that our league went to Fab for that keeper league. It'd be really interesting to have a keeper league with Fab. It's kind of like all the great things. Oh, it's such a good idea. Just because, like, for example, you look at uh, Christian McCaffrey
1: owners. Lost Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Biggest wave of pickup this week is debatably Davis, right? Right. And nobody wants him more than the Christian McCaffrey owner. The Christian McCaffrey owner is way more willing to spend spend up. more money for Davis and more likely to get him. Yep. Where other people will probably not spend as much. Or if you're stuck in the tenth waiver position, you will definitely not get him. It's annoying, you know. You should be able to have an equal opportunity to get any player on the waiver wire, and just spend your money. It's all about how much money you want to spend on the pick. And if you spend the most, you get the player. If you don't spend the most, you won't get the player.
0: That's a great example of the Christian McCaffrey um, owner. So yeah. if you have a player that goes down, you're more willing. You need, like, especially, you know. you especially you to fill me, the void, baby. For, so that's a great example. In my standard league, I didn't have a player go down. I didn't have McCaffrey go down. So I don't need to spend up to put a Mike Davis on my bench. But yeah. that McCaffrey owner needs to spend up to put Mike Davis in his lineup. 100%. So that's something that people need to kind of recognize. And it makes fantasy way more fun. All right, so we're gonna do like a new segment now. We're just freestyle here. We're just figuring it out. We're having a drink, and couple uh, of what are we gonna call this? Kind of who, who uh, this or that, or who would I start over this other guy? That's, that's uh, I,
1: like, <laughs> I like the who would you start over this other guy. Okay, that's, that's what
0: we're gonna call this. Who would you start over this other guy? Uh, so you just ask me questions and fire gonna, it up.
1: I'm gonna fire a couple questions at you, Dick. So who would you start? Start off with. Who would you start between David Montgomery, okay, or
0: as we've been talking, Mike Davis? Let so and do we want to go? Let's go maybe half point PPR, so yeah, it's in the it's middle, so it's not standard, it's not PPR, half point PPR. Mike Davis, and let's go over the matchups. Who does Mike Davis play, and who? That's Montgomery. Oh,
1: sorry. Carolina plays the Chargers, which are actually a pretty stout running defense. They're actually ranked ranked 29th against the run.
0: Mike Davis, he looked good, though,
1: last week. He had eight eight of eight targets. David Montgomery, though, is playing Atlanta, who is also a reasonable run defense, but not really.
0: All right, so my pick is, I'm going, David Montgomery. All right. He looked good last week. Week one, he was supposed to be injured. He looked better. He just slowly kind of, like... Reclaim himself as offense, and he looks better. I, I keep raising him every week, or especially this week, I raised him a lot. So I'm going my or er, I'm going David Montgomery.
1: All right, so another question here for you, Dixon Who are you starting between Stefan Diggs? Oh, or Marvin Jones Jr.?
0: All right, so the matchups with Diggs. no
1: Galladay, with no Galladay.
0: Oh. <sighs> So Galladay, I think, is in.
1: Oh no, he isn't, really? Yeah,
0: he's practiced. Anyways, let's go over the matchups anyways. Let's go with well, say Galladay's in. I know Diggs is playing the Rams. Um. And who's who's Marvin Star? Arizona. They're playing oh. Arizona. Who's gonna put up some digits? I'm going, my boy. Can you dig it? Dude. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, I got another one here for you. So let's go with uh, a little bit of a sleepers here. People might have must-starts here. So we will go,
0: are you starting CD Lamb? Ooh. Or are you starting Lazard? Ah, oh, you had to go Lazard, my boy. These are actually both my boys. So let's go over the matchups. But I have ranked, I have CD Lamb ranked really high. But with this new Adams situation, the Lazard King could eat. So Lazard's playing, we just took a look. Lazard's playing New Orleans. CD Lamb's playing Seattle, who's given up the most yards to a wide receiver. So I hate to say this, but I'm going CD Lamb. All right. All right, I'm going to throw one back at you. I'm going to put Jake on the spot here. This is fun. Love it. Halfway PPR. AJ Green. Mm. Your boy, AJ mm. Green. Or Scary Terry McLaurin. Uh-huh. So let's look at the matchups here. AJ Green's playing kind of a weird Philly, banged up Philly D. They're at Philly. Um, Scary Terry's playing Cleveland. Who's actually given up some yards. And
1: you know what? McLaurin on the, McLaurin on the slant is one of the best in the game.
0: Right, and he's, I'm he's quick.
1: Oh, he's so quick, especially off the inside cut. I'm gonna to have to go McLaren. McLaren. McLaurin. Scary Terry. Good scary call. Terry. I'm going. I'm going Scary Terry. All right, let's do one more here. All right, so we're gonna go with the new school versus the old school here. Uh, I'm gonna do. Who would you choose between Gage out of Atlanta or Ty Hilton? Oh, Atlanta? I
0: don't even have to think about that one. I'm going Gage. Oh! Up 30 I know it sounds weird. And Paris Campbell's out on the IR, but Ty Hilton. I don't know what's going on there. And Philip Rivers looks dusty. Oh, to put him on, take the dust off his shoulders you know too, Mister
1: Forty. Man. He can't
0: even throw. So I'm gonna go gauge there, um, especially if Julio's out. Holy fuck, starter. All right, that's the end of this episode i like to say thanks having Jake on. He's hey. going to make us some money. Oh, thank you for having me. I look forward to coming back every once a week for
1: your pro line needs. Every week. Take your picks. Get y'all
0: picks from Dick's Picks. Good luck, everybody. I'm going to come back on with um, all fantasy matchups for week three. Keep listening. This is Joel Dixon. You've been listening to Dick's Picks Podcast.